right, okay, okay. What is up, everybody? It's LJ Talks Facts right here. Because it's a facts like always, of course. Hope you guys are enjoying your Thursday afternoon so far. I'm doing pretty good. This is my NFL, NFC, and AFC divisional round predictions. I know I said I was going to do it Friday or Saturday, but I thought, you know, I got the time to do it right now, so might as well do it right now, basically. So we got four games right here in the divisional round, eight teams remaining. Looking to go to the Super Bowl, but first, you got to get past here in the divisional round and then get to the championship game. We got some really good games coming up this weekend. I think I like all four games, honestly, because there were some stinkers I really didn't like going into the um, the wild card round. But here in the divisional round, honestly, we got some good games. I think all four games are good in their own way. I think we're going to see all games end up to be pretty good. I don't think we'll see any stinkers, honestly. You know, maybe we'll see some upsets. Who knows? You know, I think every team that's on the road right here definitely has a chance to upset the home team, in my honest opinion. You know, but we'll definitely see what happens. But eight teams remain, like I said. And we know going the next week, there'll be four teams left. And then February 12th, they'll come down to two teams. We'll see who it is. We'll see who it all comes down to at the end of the day. You know, but uh, looking back on the wild card round, I did go uh, four and two with my predictions. The two games I was wrong about was the uh, Chargers and Jags game. I had the Chargers, and for a time, it looked like the Chargers were going to win. I thought I was going to be right. They're up 27 nothing. Jags came all the way back despite Trevor Lawrence throwing four interceptions in the first half. And they came all the way back. A great, amazing fucking comeback. Winning 30, was it 33 to 31, if I'm not mistaken? I'll look at the score. Because when I was looking at this game, when I saw it was 27 nothing, when I saw it was 27 nothing Chargers, so the final score was 31 to 30. It was my fault. It was 31 to 30 Jags. Um, when I was looking at this score right here, I thought, it's over. Chargers are going to win. It's 27 nothing. Oh, this game's over. And then, I checked my phone later on, and it was 30 to 15, I believe. And I was like, oh, Jags have a chance. And it was 30 to 22. And I was like, oh, they really have a chance. Or it was 30 to 20, whatever it was, because then they did go for two points. So then it was 30 to 28. I was like, holy shit, they legit have a chance to win this game. And I saw they were in Chargers territory, and Patterson came out with a field goal, and they won. I was like, holy shit, they really just came back and won. That was fucking exciting. That was just exciting, honestly. I'm just happy for the Jag fans. That's going to be their only home playoff game, despite what happens. You know, if they beat Kansas City, they would have to go to either Cincy or Buffalo. So that's their only home playoff game. But hey, listen, the fans and Duval right there, they get to be fucking, they get to be fucking happy. So good for them. You know, Jags had a nice Cinderella story. You know, even the game before that, we saw the 49ers beat the Seahawks, you know, exactly how I said it was going to go. Seahawks were going to stick around the game for a little while. Fourth quarter, 49ers are going to destroy him. That's exactly what they did. That's exactly what they did. The defense ate up Geno Smith. The offense fucking torched the Seahawks defense. You know, so, and then the Sunday games, Bills and Dolphins, man. That game was close to the very end. Dolphins, they really stuck in there with a third-string quarterback in Skylar Thompson. His stat line wasn't good, but honestly, I thought it was going to be a whole lot worse. 
like being completely serious. I mean, he was scrambling for his fucking life. The old line was not helping him at all. You know, the Dolphins defense did everything they could. You know, Josh Allen had what three turnovers, two interceptions, and a fumble. You know, your defense can only do so much for you, but you gotta give the Dolphins a lot of credit. You know, the third string guy in Skylar Thompson, they stuck in that game. You gotta give them credit. You know, I know they lost, but they really stuck in that game. You have to give them all the credit in the world. You know, the whole thing with the Dolphins now going into next season is who's going to be their quarterback. It's not going to be Skylar Thompson unless you – I don't know what you do, honestly. His chances of being a starting quarterback are very slim. It seems like Tua's going to come back. You know, can he stay healthy? That's just one thing. Can Tua stay healthy? You know, yeah, Bridgewater. I mean, unless you keep him as a backup, he's not going to start. So it looks like Tua is going to be the starting quarterback. I mean, there were rumors of Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson, but I don't know. Lamar seems more realistic, and I think he would be actually he actually would be a really good fit. But the thing is, can he stay healthy? Because he has injury problems too, so he can't just make it seem like, oh, Lamar will be better. Can he stay healthy is the question, because he's been hurt the last couple of years towards the end of the year, so you really don't know. The last three years, he's gotten hurt. He got hurt in the playoffs against the Bills in January of 2021. He got hurt, I don't know if it was, um, I think it was December of 2021. I think it was against Pittsburgh he got hurt against, if I'm not mistaken. And the Ravens wound up, you know, choking a wild card spot after he got hurt. And look at all the games they lost right here. After he got hurt against Denver, they lost every game, including losing to Cincinnati in the, uh, the wild card round. So, I mean, that's the thing with Lamar right there. When he plays, they win. I think if he goes anywhere, if he plays... This team's going to win, whether he stays in Baltimore or goes elsewhere. You know, the whole rumor is he might go to Miami. I mean, you give him the weapons in Gusecki, Hill, and Waddle. I mean, that's a complete team. That's a super contender. But everything's going to go right, honestly. That's all I got to say. But again, I'm going to give the Dolphins a lot of credit. They stuck in that game. You got to give them all the credit in the world. The Bills... I mean, the Bills are very tricky, honestly. You know, Josh Allen just... You can tell that he really is hurt. You can really tell. He's been hurt for the last couple months. You can just tell. He's not the same quarterback when the Bills start off the season. You know, he's been a pick monster. He's been giving up picks left and right. You know, he's got to control that against Cincinnati on Sunday. He's got to control that. Cincinnati's a much better team. So you have to be able to control that. You better be able to. But I still see the Bills as Super Bowl candidates, honestly. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they lose Cincinnati. Because you make the same mistakes against them, a team that went to the Super Bowl last season, you're not going to win. You're just not going to win. Um, and then with the Giants and the Vikings back on Sunday, man, that was something. Daniel Jones played the game of his life, probably the best game of his career so far. Maybe he tops it on Saturday against Philly. But, man, you got to give him a lot of credit. You have to give this Giants team so much credit. And I know it's going to sound weird coming from a Cowboys fan, you know, mouth. You know, you would think, oh, why are you praising the Giants for me? And you got to give them praise. You know, Brian Dable has really fixed them. It seems like he's fixed Daniel Jones. I mean, you look at the Giants. They're so limited on offense with the weapons they have. I mean, this kid Hodgins, who was waived by the Bills, he's turned out to be something. So maybe he'll be a star in this league. You know, who else do they have on the receiving core? They have nobody else. They're so depleted. Basically, your offense is... Jones, Saquon, and you have this kid Hodgins who played really good in the wild card round against Minnesota. And the Giants defense has been good all season. 
which, you know, is a reason why I said they were going to win a lot of games. It's going to be because of their defense, and their defense won a majority of their games. So now we'll see how they do against Philly and fucking Minnesota, man. I mean, Kirk did not play bad in that game, but doing a three-yard check down on fourth and eight when it's your last hope right here, that made no sense. Like, why not take a shot down the field to Jefferson? He threw a pass to TJ Hawkinson, three yards, he got tackled right away, game was over. Literally made no sense. I don't know what that play call was. You know, but the Vikings very overrated. That's why nobody really feared them going into the playoffs. Nobody really feared them at all. I mean, Kirk did not play that bad. I can't put the game on him. The defense crumbled. The Vikings defense is not that good. And they did really pan against the Giants offense. Very depleted offense. No disrespect. I'm sure Giant fans would admit their offense depleted. But hey, listen, at the end of the day, they won. They're playing Philly on Saturday, and the Vikings are not playing at all. So that's it. So, I mean, I don't know what the Vikings are going to do. Now everybody's turning on Kirk Cousins, who's a Vikings fan. But everybody was sucking them all. Oh, Kirk Cousins this, Kirk Cousins that. And everybody's hating on him. So who even knows? He's going to be their quarterback next season. I mean, come on. Jesus Christ. With the weapons they have, they are a Super Bowl contender. They really are going into next season. If the team stays where it's at, you know, I mean, like I said, you can't blame Kirk for that loss because he played good against the Giants, played good against a very good defense. You know, I know I've always said I don't trust Kirk Cousins, but I'm going to give him credit. He didn't play all that bad. He really didn't. He played very good. You got to blame the defense. The defense played like shit. That's just how it is. And, you know, with the Ravens-Bengals game, that game was very close to the very end. You know, I expected the Ravens to stay in it. You know, I didn't expect them to get blown out like they did in uh, Week 18. You know, I expected them to stick around, and they did. It was just that fumble right there by Tyler Huntley on the goal line. And it was his name, Sam Hubbard, recovered for a 98-yard touchdown. That was crazy. That was game. That was it right there. If the Ravens get that touchdown, who knows? Maybe they win. You know, we got to give the Ravens a lot of credit. You know, Huntley... He held his own in that in that game. His first ever playoff game. He held his own. Didn't play all that bad. Ravens defense did all they could. They stuck in it. They they gave the Bengals hell in that game, but in the end, Cincinnati got the win. So you know the future for the Ravens. Who knows what's going to be with Lamar Jackson? If you had to ask me, I think he stays. But you know you have to get rid of Greg Roman. He's not a good play caller. He's fucking terrible. So you have to get rid of him. And maybe get Lamar some weapons, honestly. Because you see the weapons other than, like, Mark Andrews on the team, you know, and his receiving core is kind of whatever. If you get him, like, a star, you know I mean? DeAndre Hopkins is available for a trade. If you keep Lamar and you get DeAndre Hopkins, that's an option. That's a legitimate option. You get him with Lamar, those two together, that's great. That's great. That's all that I got to say. And the Bengals, listen, like I said, they're kind of lucky they won that game. But, you know, at the end of the day, they won. So now they're going to Buffalo. We'll see what happens. Burrow versus Allen, you know, great matchup between two young quarterbacks in this league. We'll see what happens. And then, you know, the last game, my Dallas Cowboys beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and potentially Tom Brady's. Definitely his last game, I would say, as a buck was his last game overall. That remains to be seen. I think we'll definitely figure out that answer when March hits, honestly. But um, it felt good. You know, it still feels good to this day. You know, three days three days prior to us beating, to fucking beating, fucking beating Tampa three days ago. And out here on Thursday, it still feels good. It still doesn't feel real, honestly. It really doesn't. 
You know, but now we got San Francisco coming up on Sunday. Anything's possible. You know, I'm not too confident. I felt the same way going in against Tampa. You know, hopefully we have the same result. Hopefully we can knock out San Francisco and hopefully either go home to face the Giants or go to Philly for the championship game, whichever, whichever one. But now let's make my predictions that now I'm breaking down the wild card games. Break down the divisional round game. So first game, first game right here on Saturday on NBC at 4.30. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Kansas City Chiefs. So these two teams did meet early on in the season. I don't remember which week it was. Let me pull up the Jags schedule real quick. Go to the AFC. They play the Chiefs on November 13th. So let's see, week one, week two, week three, week four, week five, week six, seven, eight, nine. So in week 10, the Chiefs knocked off the Jags 27 to 17. This wasn't, this wasn't Kansas City. And you look at the stat line from Trevor Lawrence, 29 for 40, two touchdowns, 259 yards, no interceptions. Mahomes fucking towards that defense, 26 for 35, 331 yards, four touchdowns, one pick. So, I mean, Trevor Lawrence was very acceptable in that game. Mahomes was just fucking Mahomes. Just incredible like he always is. So, you know, the Jags definitely want redemption going into this game. They definitely want some revenge. Can they get it is the question. Trevor Lawrence, though, has never lost on a Saturday. He's never lost on a Saturday. So, this game is definitely, you could say, in his favor. You could say, oh, well, it's the Chiefs. Uh, it's understandable. I get it. I understand that. But never say never right here. I mean, the Jags have had a great Cinderella story. Will they have a Bengals type of story? You know, like the Bengals had last year, winning a home playoff game. And then beating the number one seed in the AFC. That's what the Bengals did last year. The Titans were the number one seed in the AFC. Bengals knocked them off. You know, so I think the Jags, are they the biggest underdog? They actually are the biggest underdog right here when it comes to point favorites. They are the biggest underdog in this round, which makes sense. It makes sense. It's the Chiefs. You know, since Mahomes has been with the Chiefs, they have not lost in the divisional round. So that's something to look at. He hasn't lost in the divisional round just yet. Does that change on Saturday? It very much could, but I think it's very unlikely. You know, but with the Jags, if this is the end for them, they've had a hell of a season. And they've had a hell of a season, especially after... Coming all the way back down 27 to nothing to knock out the Chargers. That's incredible. That's incredible. You know, and with the AFC South right here, like I said, it's wide open for the Jags for the future. They could literally own that division because Houston isn't doing anything anytime soon. They are going to draft the franchise quarterback most likely in the upcoming draft in a couple months. The Colts are a question mark. You know, if there's a quarterback there for them, I'm sure they'll... I'd like to hope they would take a quarterback, honestly. So, I mean, they're going to have time to develop as well. I think their rebuild will be a little bit shorter than Houston's. Houston's rebuild is going to take a long while. The Titans are a big question mark, you know. Who knows how they're going to look next season. You know, if they're healthy, they're still a very dangerous team. You know, but Derrick Henry's getting older. He's still great, but he's getting older. Are you going to ride with Tannehill again? Do you give this kid Malik a shot? Does he get better? I don't know. The Titans are another question mark, too. We already know the Texans are not going to be good. But the Jags are right now the best team in that division. They could run away with that division next season. For the next couple of years, very much. It's, it's their division at this point. It's their division to lose. It's theirs. 
They have the most talent right now. They really do. They seriously do. So, I mean, like I said, if this is the end for them, they had a hell of a season. Doug Peterson, like I've been praising him all year, really fixing this team. You know, I feel like they've been more disciplined. You know, I feel like they've given the fans more hope out there in Jacksonville. You know, last year, in the last game of the season, the fucking crowd was literally wearing clown outfits. And look what happened in the last game of the season this year. Jags clinched the division. They clinched the fucking division in their home. And they just knocked out the Chargers in their home. 27 to nothing. And this team just came all the way back and said, that's it. Who would have thought? Who would have thought, honestly? Everybody thought the Chargers were going to win. And everybody's blaming Justin Herbert. Herbert played good. The defense blew it. The fucking defense blew it. They blew it in the end, even though they got four interceptions on Trevor Lawrence, which was crazy to see. Trevor Lawrence had three picks in the first quarter, and then he had a pick in the second quarter. It was like, oh, my God. I thought he was going to get benched. But then he comes back and throws four touchdowns. It's amazing. It's seriously amazing. Like, it's almost something you never, you never really see. A quarterback throw four picks and a half, and they still win that game. That's incredible. That really is. I mean, obviously, Trevor Lawrence has to be better against Kansas City. If you have that type of game against them, and you're screwed. I mean, you could say, oh, it was playoff jitters, his first ever playoff game in the NFL. I understand that. I mean, listen, I get it. I can reason with anybody on that. I get it, but... It's the playoffs right here. There's no room for mistake. You know, you got lucky there. But again, if you do that to the Chiefs, you're not going to come back and win that game. The Chiefs know how to close out games. The Chargers just don't. So the Chiefs got very lucky right there. But listen, a win's a win at the end of the day. And they're in the division around. The Chargers aren't. But like I said, you know, the matchup I really want to see for the championship game. Uh, excuse me. I really want to see... Lawrence versus Burrow, a rematch from the championship back in 2020, back in college, where it was Clemson versus LSU. I want to see Lawrence versus Burrow. That's what I want to see. I want to see Lawrence versus Burrow. Really want to see it. And you don't think that's on Lawrence's mind for redemption after Clemson lost in 2020? You know redemption is on his mind. And there's a chance it could happen. It's 50-50. It's very 50-50. I think the Bengals have a better opportunity at beating the Bills. But, don't count the Jags, though. I think the Jags proved that against the Chargers. Don't count them out. But like I said, the Chiefs are a very different team. They're not the Chargers. They are not the Chargers. They are a very, very different team. They're an elite team. They're a Super Bowl contending team. One of the best franchises in the NFL. That's all that I got to say. We shall see, though. We shall see. And with the Chiefs, you know, they had a hell of a season. You know, a team that expected to have a down, not like a downfall, like a down season, honestly. But they look better than ever. Mahomes looks better than ever. Their defense has been okay. You know, been very acceptable. But their offense still very elite. Mahomes still very elite. Andy Reid's still an elite head coach. And we'll see how this goes between Peterson and Reid. We're really looking forward to this matchup. But at the end of the day right here, between the Jags and the Chiefs, 
I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs over the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they will advance advance the divisional round. So here's the thing right here. So in the Bengals-Bills game, if it's Bengals and Chiefs, then the game would be in Kansas City. But if it turns out to be Bills and Chiefs, then the game is going to be played at an alternate site. It's going to be played in Atlanta, which I think is really stupid, honestly. I think it's kind of stupid. I mean, the Chiefs have more wins, so just play the game in Kansas City. You know, it is what it is. But if the Jags win, then they're going either to Cincinnati or Buffalo. There's no alternate side at all. They're either they're going somewhere, Jags, but they're either going back home, Cincinnati, or Buffalo. So we'll see what happens there. But at the end of the day, though, with this game, I think the Jags will stick around in this game. But I think... Almost kind of like the Seahawks 49ers. I think once the fourth quarter comes around, Mahomes is going to turn, is just going to turn it on. You know, I really, to be honest though, I want to see the Jags win and I do want to see the Bengals win too, but I just think it's, I think we might get Chiefs and Bills most likely. You know, I'm kind of still 50 50 on Bengals Bills right now. I'm going to get to that in just a little bit. So I think the Chiefs are going to win this game, but who knows? Maybe Trevor Lawrence keeps up his not losing on Saturday streak going up going on. We'll see what happens, but I got the Chiefs winning. Okay. So next game right here on Saturday. This will be at 8-15 on Fox. An NFC East matchup between the New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles. So New York Giants, we just talked about them beating the Vikings back on Sunday in the wild card round. They've just had a great season, hell of a season, too. Every team right here has had a hell of a season. They got here for a reason. They've had a hell of a season. You know, the Giants, who have been miserable the last seven years, after making the playoffs back in 2016, they've been a miserable franchise, been one of the worst franchises in the NFL. Let's just keep it real. You know, Brian Dable's come in. He's really changed them. He's fixed them. Jones has a lot more confidence at quarterback, I feel. You know, he was able to... He was able to handle the pressure on Sunday in Minnesota. Can do the same now in Philly on Saturday. And the Giants did go 0-2 against Philly this year. They got fucking spanked at MetLife by Philly. And the Giants had their um, their secondary starters against the Eagles back on January 8th. And the Giants stuck in that game. Philly did not blow them out. That's kind of weird when you want to think about it. That is really weird. So I'm just saying, that is a little bit weird right there. The Eagles had all their starters in. They were trying to clinch the number one seed, which they did. But they barely beat Davis Webb and the Giants. So you have to think, if Daniel Jones and the starters were in that game, the Giants probably win. They probably win that game. And then the 49ers would have wound up getting the first seed because they beat the Cardinals. So think about that, honestly. That would have been something. The division around would be a whole different story right now. Who knows? Who knows what it would be. But this game is going to be, I think it's going to be good, honestly. You know, you know the Giants are out for redemption. The Eagles have not really owned them the last few years. Giants, I believe, split with them the last year. Um, but, you know, let's see how Jalen Hurts plays. You know, if he's on this game, it's game over. But if the Giants' defense can get to him, it might be game over for them, honestly. You know, can Jalen Hurts learn from his mistakes in the wild from the wild card round last year against Tampa? Because I mean, that game Philly 
was absolutely miserable in that game. Miserable in that game. Can Jalen Hurts be able to turn it on? I mean, you're at home right here. Let's see what he can do. You know, there's going to be a whole narrative out there. If Jalen Hurts plays bad, then the whole narrative is going to be, oh, we can't play in the playoffs. I'm just saying, especially now at home. If you struggle at home here against the Giants, there's going to be a whole narrative that's going to come out about him saying, oh, he can't play in the playoffs. You know, but let's see. I think, you know, with the first two drives of this game for Philly, Jalen Hurts needs, he needs points, honestly. I think he needs to prove a point, you know, saying, I belong right here in the playoffs. He needs to go out there and first couple of drives, I'd say, get points. You know, prove you belong. That's all I got. That's all I got to say. That's all I have to say about that. You know, but can the Giants now learn from their mistakes this season and knock off Philly? I actually think they might. I think the Giants are going to win with a game-winning field goal. Honestly, that's my prediction. I think the game is going to be very tight. It's going to be more of a defensive. It's going to be more of a defensive game. I don't see a lot of offense coming out of this game. I can see this game ending like 16-13, just being honest. But I think Graham Gano is going to come out for a game-winning field goal, and the Giants are going to win. That's my honest prediction. Because I think the Giants right now, they're on a great run. And I think it's going to continue. For another week, I think it's going to continue. And even if the Giants do go to the championship game and they play either my Cowboys or the 49ers, I kind of like the Giants' chances, honestly. I'm just keeping it real. I mean, they they are an underdog team at the end of the day. But you got to give this team so much credit. They don't look like an underdog team. They did not look like an underdog team against Minnesota. I think they will against Philly for a little while. But I think in the end, Graham Gano is going to come out, kick a game-winning field goal. And the Giants will either head to Jerry's World or to St. Clara for the championship game. That's my honest prediction. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the New York Giants over the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think that would be, would that be the biggest upset or would, well then, or could you imagine though if both number one seeds get knocked out on Saturday? That'd be crazy to see. I think it's unlikely. I think it's more likely for the Giants to beat Philly than for the Jags to beat Kansas City, but we'll see. So now getting to the Sunday games right here, the two Sunday games. This game will be at 3 o'clock on CBS. We have the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. Burrow versus Allen. Been looking forward to this one. Really been looking forward to this one. So we all know these two teams played each other back on January 2nd, a couple weeks ago. We all know what happened with DeMar Hamlet. It is great, though, to see that he's doing great. He's out of the hospital. It's just seeing this happen a couple weeks ago, and now these two teams are meeting in the playoffs. You know, I just, I'm just happy this kid is okay. Because it was just a scary, very, very scary situation that happened back on January 2nd. Just to see this kid is doing well, just to see this kid is alive is a blessing. You know, I do hope we could see him back on the football field sometime soon in the future. That's all, that's all I hope to see. You see this kid doing what he loves, doing what he grew up to be. I, I just hope we get to see him get the chance to get back on the football field. I really do. I really, really do. Because, like I said, just after seeing that a couple weeks ago, it was just very scary. It really, really was. It, it was absolutely scary to see. I think for anybody, anybody watching that, 
you just didn't know what was happening. Especially after hearing that he had CPR for nine minutes. Just thank God he's okay. Just thank God he's doing well. Like I said, thank God he's alive. I don't know if he'll be at the game on Sunday. I'm not too sure. I, I would like to, that would be really cool if he actually does show up at the game. But you know, these, these guys are playing for him. That's the Bills right there. They're playing for him. And I know that he's happy, you know, seeing him on Twitter, you know, react, you know, with his reactions on there. It's just absolutely beautiful to see. It really is. So this is going to be some game right here, though. I think we might see a really good offensive game between the Bengals and the Bills. I think we're going to see probably this will definitely be the best game of the weekend of the division round weekend. I think this will I think this will be the best. You know, so the Bengals have a lot to prove, obviously. You know, they barely beat the Ravens, a very depleted Ravens team. I mean, the Bills haven't been healthy either, honestly. You know, when they don't have Von Miller, that's the obvious thing. You know, Josh Allen hasn't been the same for a long time, right? In the last couple months, he just hasn't been the same quarterback. You know, can the Bengals, can the Bengals take advantage of that? I think they might. I think they might, honestly. You know, we shall see what happens right here in Buffalo on Sunday. I think the Bengals, honestly, right now, it's it's hard to tell who is the better team. It really is. It absolutely is. Like, you really can't tell who is the better team. I mean, Josh Allen has not lost at home in the playoffs just yet. Does that change on Sunday? It very much could. That's why I said I'm very 50-50 on this game. My final decision is going to come right now, or at least another minute. Because it's just a hard game to pick, honestly. It really is. It's the hardest game to pick of this weekend. I would say that it is. Because you have two teams that are so evenly matched on offense and defense, I would say. I mean, the Bengals' defense obviously did better than the Bills' defense did against Miami, a very depleted Miami team in a way. And obviously the Bills' offense did a lot better than the Bengals' offense. And Josh Allen's hurt. And he he outplayed Burrow in the wild card round. Burrow really couldn't do all that much against Baltimore. And granted, Baltimore's defense has stepped it up. After struggling early on in the season, they stepped it up. I think we might see a shootout in this game, honestly. I think we might see a, a good high-scoring game. It's gonna, Like I said, it's going to be definitely the best game of the division round. Cincinnati very much could knock off Buffalo, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're going to see Bills versus Chiefs in Atlanta for the championship game, which I really don't like, honestly, and I'm sure the Bills don't like it. I'm sure the Chiefs don't like it. I'm sure if you had to ask Buffalo, would you rather go to an alternate site to play a championship game or go to Kansas City, they'd say Kansas City. Because wouldn't it be a better shot? Wouldn't, wouldn't it be bittersweet to go into Kansas City and knock them off after they've lost their last two years? They lost there in January of 2021 and lost there last year. So you don't think the Bills would want to go to Kansas City and knock them off there in their own home? Three times a charm? It's not going to happen if they win this game. I mean, here's the thing, though. If the Jag, like I said, if the Jags beat the Chiefs, then like the Jags are going to go either to Cincinnati or Buffalo. So then 
if Cincinnati was to beat Buffalo, they, they're guaranteed to play at home. Same thing for the Bills. There's no alternate site thing there at all if the Jags win. So I think if you're the – no, okay, no. If you're, if you're the Bills, I was going to say if you're the Bills, you kind of want the Jags to win. No. You want the Chiefs to win because you want to knock them off because they've beaten them the last two seasons. They've haunted them the last two seasons. You want to knock them off in the championship game. That's what they want to do. So I think the Bills will be just a little bit better in this game against Cincinnati. You know, like I said, with Josh Allen, he has not lost at home in the playoffs just yet. Can Burrow be the one to do it? He very much could. I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Bills are going to beat the Bengals on Sunday and the AFC Championship game in Atlanta. It'll be Bills versus Chiefs. So in reality, there's no home team in that one, honestly. There really, there really isn't. It's an alternate site. It's like a Super Bowl. There's really no home team. So that, that's what it is. And now getting to the last game right here, the divisional round. We have my Dallas Cowboys taking on the San Francisco 49ers, a rematch of last year's wild card round matchup. This time it's not in Jerry's world. It's at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, California. I mean, honestly, I think I feel a little bit more better going to this game. I still don't feel as confident in my Dallas Cowboys right now, but I do feel a little bit better. I do feel a little bit better, but not as confident still. After beating Tampa, gave me a little bit of confidence, but it's not all there just yet. It's all there just yet. I mean, can my Dallas Cowboys knock off the 49ers? Potentially, yes. They very much could. They're very much good. The Cowboys have not lost in San Francisco in a while. As far as I can go back, because, you know, I really became a Dallas Cowboys fan back in, like, 2011. We beat the 49ers at Candlestick. I believe that's the last, I believe that's the last time we faced them at Candlestick Park. I'm almost sure. So we didn't play them in 2012. Didn't play them in 2013. 2014 was at Jerry's World, and 2016-2017 was at Levi's, and 2020 they came to Jerry's World, and of course the wild card round last year was in Jerry's World. So the Cowboys have not lost in San Francisco in a while, which is something to look at. That is something to look at. We have been able to get to the 49ers in their home, whether it was at Candlestick or whether it's been at Levi's. We haven't played at Levi's since 2017. But we are 2-0 there, so that is something to look at. I mean, again, like I mentioned, my Cowboys beating the Bucks episode, that was two different 4-9 teams. Those teams sucked. This team is elite. This team is probably the best team coming out of the NFC. Just being real. Just being real. So, I don't know. It's hard for me to pick right I mean, I think my Cowboys potentially could win this game. You know, J-Rock Curse is going to be playing, so that's great. You know, you know these boys want redemption after what happened last year, you know. It's bittersweet, honestly. It's honestly bittersweet when you want to think about the end of the day. It's bittersweet. Because the 49ers beat us in our home last year. Now we have a chance to do it to them. Beat them in their home. Can it happen? I, I really don't know. I think the 49ers are still just a better team. I think they are. I, I just think they're a better team. I think McCaffrey's better than Zeke and Pollard combined. Prescott would say he's better than Purdy. Then that's obvious. Purdy's a rookie. So I think Prescott's better. Receiving wise, I think Samuel's better than 
than Lamb. Kittle's obviously better than Schultz when it comes to the tight end position. Head coach in the 49ers have the advantage with Shanahan. You know, I think the defense is kind of even. I really can't give it an edge to anybody, honestly. I think both defenses are very even. But it all comes down to coaching. I think the 49ers got it. They obviously got it with Shanahan over McCarthy. That's my honest opinion. I mean, the Cowboys made a lot of smart play calls against the Bucks, but can you can you do that again against San Francisco? You know, and the one thing to look at last year, the Cowboys were so undisciplined with their penalties against San Francisco. They got too jumpy on the offense and the defense, and it cost them. And I mean, they stuck in that game. The 49ers only beat us 23 to 17. We came back down 23 to 7, made it 23 to 17. You know, we made it a game. We made it a game. But this is a better 49ers team. I would say it's a better Cowboys team, honestly, too. Even without Amari Cooper, I still think this is a very good Cowboys team. I think it's better, honestly. And we know Cowboys Niners, they always have classic playoff games. I'm like stumped, honestly. I really am. You know, because all, all that confidence, it's just, because you have to think, after knocking off the greatest quarterback of all time back on Monday, that should give the Cowboys unlimited confidence. No matter who you play, no matter who you play, that should give you the ultimate confidence. It really should. I better not fucking regret this. Fuck it. I came to this episode thinking I was going to pick the 49ers. I'm going to pick my Dallas Cowboys to knock off the San Francisco 49ers. And like I predict, the Giants will knock off Philly. I'm predicting it will be a Giants-Cowboys-NFC championship in Jerry's world. That's my prediction. I hope I don't regret it. I hope I don't regret making that pick. You know, I, 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 I was going to pick against them, but I thought, you know, they did knock off Brady. That should give them a lot of confidence. I think this game will be a lot closer. I don't see the Cowboys going in there and blowing out San Francisco unless the defense eats the 49ers alive, which I don't think is going to happen. I think it's going to be a very even game, honestly, kind of like how it was for a majority of the game last year. Just hopefully the Cowboys defense makes adjustments. You know, they were able to make second-half adjustments. The first half, they got torched. Second half, they were able to change up a little bit. It was just too little too late. You know, I'd say you have to double George Kittle. You got to get somebody to spy on McCaffrey. You know, if Diggs is going to be on Samuel, lock him down. Lock him down. We shall see, though. I'm picking the Cowboys. I hope I don't regret it. I really hope I don't regret it. Please, God, don't let me regret this decision. We shall see, guys. So that's my prediction right there. I have the Chiefs over the Jags on the AFC part and the uh, Bills over the Bengals. So I'm predicting in Atlanta and the alternate site, it'll be Bills versus Chiefs in the AFC championship. So that's the only way it could be an alternate site matchup, like I said. If it's Bills and Chiefs, it goes to an alternate site. If it's Chiefs and Bengals, it's in Kansas City. If it's uh, Jags versus either one of the Bengals, Bills, it's either going to be in Cincy or Buffalo. And I'm predicting the Giants will knock off Philly. And I'm predicting my Cowboys will knock off the 49ers, and we'll get Giants versus Cowboys.
Ideally, I want Cowboys-Eagles, but I think we're going to get Giants versus Cowboys if the Giants are going to ride, you know, the magic a little bit further, you know, and we'll see what happens. We shall see, guys. We shall see. So my division round predictions are right there, so I'm predicting it'll be Bills versus Chiefs in the AFC Championship, and it'll be the Giants versus my Dallas Cowboys in the NFC Championship. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. And I will talk to you guys on Monday to review my Dallas Cowboys versus San Francisco 49ers. Hopefully, I'm in a good mood like I was when we beat the Bucks. Hopefully, I can celebrate my Dallas Cowboys going to an NFC championship for the first time since January of 96. We shall see. Fingers crossed. We'll see what happens. But all right, guys. Enjoy this episode. And I'll talk to you guys on Monday. I'll talk to you guys then.